Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage in deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds, break generational curses, and find freedom from your now to your next. Join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus. Make sure you go now, like, subscribe, and share. God bless. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And testimony with Flawed and Free. My name is Tina. I am your host, and I am excited to come tonight with you to share a little bit about the goodness of Jesus and the gospel of the Lord, but also to sip a little tea and share a little testimony. We do not have a guest tonight, but I have some tea that I want to share with you because the Bible is full of tea. So trust me, y'all know that there is so much tea there. If you don't know, you need you need to get in your word because I'm telling you, it will have you like uh, gasping for air sometimes. So there's a couple things I feel led and to share with the saints of God, with the sons of God tonight. So grab your Bible um, and bring yourself. If you brought tea with you, bring your tea too, because we're going to sip a little bit on it. But I want to talk about a little bit about prayerlessness um, and how prayerlessness can affect your life or not affect your life. Um, And I just want to talk a little bit about prayer in general. So we may even open up to ask some questions about prayer. Um, And so if you have any particular questions that you're considering getting some answers to, I may or may not have the answer. I am not Jesus himself. Um, I will do my best to answer those questions for you as best as I know how. Um, It's a topic that's near and dear to me, of course, as it should be all of the saints of God. Um, And I think there's a lot of things that we kind of harbor and keep to ourselves because we're scared to share them when it comes to um, our lives. It's it's such an intimate time. It's such an intimate thing, um, but it's such an important thing that we must look learn how to pray and to to pray fervent prayers and effective prayers um, before God, but above all, just to commune and converse with God. That's what he desires. He doesn't care about the language or the lingo, the verbiage or anything like that. He just cares about your heart and the fact that you show up. You don't know how many times I have showed up before the Lord with absolutely nothing to say, but he can actually hear your heart. Um, and that is the truth. And so sometimes I can only utter a few words, right? Like the depending on what's going on, because it's spirit to spirit contact and communication um, that we have in prayer. And so God can sense and see um, not only just what's happening in the natural realm, but what's deep in your spirit that you probably don't even have the courage to share aloud. So, so many of us harbor and hide and hold things and keep things from God as if he doesn't already know. Um, I think this is just one of the greatest things about prayer um, and one of the most sad things that I think when we withhold prayer, um, because it can prove to be such a great benefit um, to freedom, to breakthrough, to the Lord, um, really being able to deal with some things that are happening and going on in your life. And so I know this to be true for myself, as you guys know, I'm extremely transparent, raw and real here. Um, We can talk a little bit about my journey. I know it's sometimes difficult to see somebody in a place and it's like, how did they get there? 
trust me, they've probably been through a lot. They've probably been through quite a bit. Um, and so we see the result. We don't always see the journey. And so we'll sometimes compare our own personal lives and um, to others, right? Not knowing what they've been through, not knowing the tests um, and the trials that they've been through, the tribulation that they've been through, and not knowing the fire that they've been through. Um, but the Lord has promised us that we would not, co- we would come out not smelling like smoke. Thank God. Hallelujah. Um, for that, that he is with us, that he would never leave us. And so God is our savior. He's always there to lend a helping hand as we pour our hearts out to him in prayer. And so it's such a safe place. It's been my safe place, my safe space for years. Um, as many of us have experienced certain things that have happened to our lives and some things that we were maybe controlled or maybe we had a part of or maybe we were um, dealing with from a consequential standpoint, um, which means we were this was it was the result of something that we did personally. And then there's some things that we were just targeted for. OK, you were just straight up targeted or you inherited or you were born into that you had absolutely. Absolutely no way that you could have stopped it or 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 known what to do about it. So this is the most amazing, most fantastical thing about prayer. Why it's so important. I could go on and on and on and on about why, who, where, and all of the intricacies that come with prayer itself. So um, as we proceed tonight, let's so by sharing, please, 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 as you're coming on um, and as as we continue through tonight's chat and um, talk tonight, I want to shout out to all of the podcast listeners, all of those um, that listen globally, all over the country, all over the nation. Thank you for showing up every week like you guys do to support and sow in your time and love. And even those that have sown seeds of support into this ministry, Flawed and Free. I love you all, all the freedom fighters all over the world. I'm so grateful for you. I show up here um, not just in obedience to God, but I really do enjoy serving um, the people of God. I really do enjoy um, the commission that God has placed upon my life. And and it's an honor to serve. It really truly is. And so I sometimes see and experience um, and hear certain testimonies that remind me of a time and a season where I needed a flawed and free myself. And I say, man, as I wish when I was going through this ABC or ABC, XYZ or in this season of my life. I wish I had a podcast or somebody then, you know, it wasn't as popular then. I'm a 70s baby. So wasn't no podcast and in, in, in YouTube might have been out, but a lot of our technology has expanded quite a bit over the years, which has allowed us to have access to places we probably never would have had opportunities to. And so now that that is the case, um, I now, through my experiences, and through my different encounters and and through the anointing of God and God trusting me with this platform, I take it very seriously. I take it very, very seriously um, as those of you have come in and are coming in weekly, daily, monthly, um, and so on your time. So I want to shout out to all of the TikTokers that are watching. Hello, Brie Ray. How are you? Hello, Nicole and Essence and all of the Flawed and Free Ministry team and moderators and ministers and servant leaders that serve here. I love you guys immensely. Thank you so much for all you do behind the scenes. Um, Janelle, of course, gotta shout out Janelle. Y'all get to see Janelle. She be behind the scenes. But since be holding our production down up in these streets, okay? All the little cute little stuff y'all see going on, popping up, coming down, moving all around. Baby, that be her, okay? That be her in these technical streets. So let's give her a shout out as well. I'm excited about our prayer Q&A and I'm excited about the scripture that we're going to get into tonight. But before I do, let me shout out and send a reminder. Let's do some church announcements real, 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 real quick. And one of the things I want to remind you is tonight is the last night that you can sign up for the Prayer Warrior Workshop. So if you have not signed up for the Prayer Warrior Workshop, I'm telling you, you're getting ready to miss your opportunity. Listen, that glory cloud is closing. 
You don't want to miss it. You want to be in the building. Do you hear me? We are prepared with the equipping and the training to help you to unleash your inner warrior, to help you see success in spiritual warfare so that you can fight for your freedom. And so I'm so excited as we have partnered with the Holy Spirit to bring this to you this, this Saturday. It's July 29th, that Saturday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time to 2 p.m. Central Central Standard Time. So it's it's a three-hour workshop, but in this workshop, we are going to help you do a deep dive to delve into some of the divine downloads and the blueprints that God has given to me, revelatory, in the area of prayer and how to be a prophetic watchman, how to use your prophetic insight to develop effective prayer strategies, and just how to be the priest and walk in your royal priest to it that God has called you so that you can see and receive the righteous inheritance that God has released in heaven that it can will and manifest in the earth and so I think a lot of us are waiting till we die to experience and encounter heaven and and we were taught this I don't know why but we were taught that oh uh, we must suffer which we do there there is some persecution and suffering that comes with being a believer however we are also kingdom ambassadors and we're called to move in, 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 in great wealth and health and good health and to receive the prosperity and the abundance of God day to day in our lives. And so we are not victims, we're victors. And I think a lot of us move in a victim sort of mentality that woe unto us that our lives have to always be this way, that all our life I got to fight, right? All our life, yeah, you might have to fight, but there is a reward, right? That is not just stored in heaven, right? You will, after judgment day, you'll receive your rewards for what you do in the earth. This is true, right? This is true. However, there are riches and resources and rewards that you can actually lay hand and lay hold to right here, right now in the natural realm today. You don't have to wait till you die to get your crown, right? <laughs> some of your crowns and some of your jewels and some of the riches of heaven. God wants to see you live in it, breathe it, move in it right here and today. So that's what I am here to do to help you with how to see that through, my boy. Let's see it through in the name of Jesus. So I'm excited for that. I see Bree laughing. Bree's <laughs> Yeah, y'all know y'all know I'm a ball of jokes. You got to keep up with me because I'll, I'll throw some out there real quick, and you'll be like, "What did she just say?" Like, we are we still in the spirit? Yes, we are. We don't never come out. We are still in the spirit. But yes, I'm I'm also a woman of life application, and I'm also um, a woman that loves to laugh. I believe laughter is medicine, and I think that it's really good to just really just talk to folk. Right? We ain't got to just always be and thou saith and the Lord said as he jumped off the yeah yeah that that's necessary let's align with the word and we finna get into the word right now but I want you guys to consider something for those that are watching right now I have two free seats that I want to give away and tonight's the last night y'all because the prayer warrior workshop is Saturday so if you would like a free seat well it's not a free seat it's a sponsor seat um two people have sponsored for someone else to be able to attend this workshop Saturday. So if that is you and you were like, oh my God, I'm just now finding out about this. I didn't know. Uh, maybe you you know weren't able to register. I have two seats that I'm giving away tonight. And if that is you, you have to stay for the remaining um, part of tonight's live and put in the chat right now, hashtag not on my watch. So if you want to be entered into our round drawing for one of those two seats or um, we're giving away two tonight. If you want that to be you, then right now in the chat, I want you to hashtag not on my watch. Put hashtag not on my watch. Put that into the chat right now if you want to be considered and entered into the raffle. And then at the end of tonight, 
at the end of tonight, we're going to pull those two names to see who are the lucky winners. So bits of B on TikTok. I see you. Um, you would have to give us your full name. If you could click the link right now in YouTube um, on TikTok, there's a link um, on my page. Follow me first, but go to the link. It'll take you to YouTube. You can click, right? There's a, there's a little, it looks like an Instagram sign, but you can click there and it will take you to YouTube and you'll see us live there and you can put it on the live chat on YouTube so that we can actually see and you can see your name being drawn. That goes for anybody on TikTok. I would advise that you go put your name there as well. Um, hashtag not on my watch. I would love to give away a seat. Yes, ma'am. Bits of B. I would love. Hey, Johnny, I love you. Y'all, my niece just showed up on TikTok. So y'all know how I, I, I jump out. I jump out and jump out. Hi, baby girl. How are you? God bless you. I love you. And so um, I love you so much. So if that is you, hashtag not on my watch, hashtag not on my, not on my watch. Two lucky winners tonight, and we will be pulling that raffle soon. But let's get into the word, and let's get into what I want to talk about tonight on the topic of prayerlessness, okay? So Matthew 26, verse 40 through 45, let's get in to it. Let's get it y'all. So verse 40, if you've had a chance to get your Bible, then please grab your Bible, grab your phone, your digital device, or whatever it is that you would like to look at as we read, or you can watch the screen as we read along together. One thing I want you guys to keep in mind as we're discussing and talking about prayer and prayerlessness is one of the keys to praying properly, effectively, and just praying in general is we want to speak back, declare the word of God. And so a lot of people struggle in their prayer life because they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know, um, you know, how to pray. I don't know. I feel silly when I pray because I don't feel like I sound good or I don't feel like um, I really know what I feel like. I'm just kind of repeating things and I'm all in my head. And so first things first is be transparent, be honest with God. God created you. God made you. He knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And so he knows the very hairs that are on the top of your head. And so, and mind you, I mean, we lose hairs all day, every day, and he never lose count, right? You can brush your hair right now and lose a million hairs in your brush. And God still knows exactly how many are on the top of your head. Not only that, but just think about the billions of people in the world. So that's a lot of hair to keep up with, right? <laughs> just being funny. But one thing I tell people all the time. It's just to just be honest. Just be real. Just talk to God. Just talk to God, right? Just talk to God. Like you don't have to sound like your favorite pastor or preacher or, or apostle teachers. You know, you don't have to sound like anyone because you have your own unique sound in heaven, whether you know it or not. God has created your voice for you, for your assignment, for your mission and the mandate on your life. And so God wants to hear from you. Okay. So when God's talking to me, he want to talk to me, right? I have a very distinct and unique voice. God wants to hear from me. When God's talking to you, he don't want to hear from Tina. So don't try to sound like me, sound like you, because, because God wants to hear from you. That's how important you are. Though you are very unique and I am unique and we're all uniquely created and formed for a purpose and all of these things, but God desires to hear from you. And so it doesn't matter if you know all of the scriptures in the word of God and all these other things, but it's important that you're just being transparent, raw and real before God about what's on your heart. Because trust me, before you even fix your lips and your mouth to speak, he already knows. Because why? He is the all-knowing God and we can't hide anything from God. And it's so funny how we will begin to share things in prayer with God and and think and withhold things, right? Like, mm, I don't want to say that out loud. I don't want to tell God that I'm, I'm, I'm afraid and I'm fearful. I don't want to tell God that I lied. I don't want... He already knows. So it's 
like, you know, I thought it was the funniest thing. I've done this myself. So this is why I'm saying this to you as I've done this for myself. And I'm like, Lord, let me just, okay, God, let me just thank you. Let me thank you for this. Thank you for that. And really what I want to talk to him about is helping me in another area of my life. But I'm, I'm afraid, right? I'm afraid to really speak the truth. And he's just looking at me waiting, right? Like daughter, I already know. Let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about it. So the word of God will help guide you and direct you with how to pray and not necessarily in mimicking and mirroring just the scripture itself, but it helps you to understand the voice of God. And it also helps to legislate the government of God, which is the word of God, because his word can never return back to us void. That's what the word says, that whatever he said, he said what he said. Okay. And so sometimes you might not even believe what you're saying. I don't know how many times I've gone to God and asked God to help my unbelief in an area, but told God, but I believe you, I trust you and I believe your word. And so because I trust you more than I trust me, I'm standing on your word. I'm coming in agreement with your word and I'm praying your word back to you. So your word says this, and this is what your word says. And until I come into full agreement to believe what I have said, what you have said, I'm standing on the fact that you are a man that cannot lie. You are a man that would never lie to me. And even if you've been lied to by your boyfriend, by your ex-man, by your husband, or any one of them uh, uh, above, at the end of the day, we know one person that cannot, will not ever lie to you is God himself. And so though you might have experienced betrayal and disappointment and lies from those that, pe that people that you may have loved and that sort of thing, you can always count on the word and the word of God to be bond. Word is bond. You know, <laughs> I know in New York, they'd be like, word is bond. Word is bond, yo. Word is bond. His word is bond. Okay. You can take it to the bank. Okay. And the bank that God owns is immensely rich and full of resources. Anything more than you can think or imagine to even put your hands upon in the earth. So, as we get into tonight's scripture, I really want to talk about prayerlessness and why this is such a big deal because the devil knows if you find out who you are, if you find out your true identity, then you will then begin to walk in what you were created and who you were created to be, which is, of course, contradicts the kingdom of darkness. So he wants to keep you in the dark, but we know that the truth, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the living God, the word of God is light. And we know wherever there's light, it expels and casts out darkness. So no matter what is happening, no matter how dark you feel like your life is or how you feel like you can or cannot come back from a thing or a situation, God always makes a way of escape. And so the more you get into your word, the more you pray your word and pray it back to God, you'll begin to see and experience that not only can you hear the voice of God better, but that you're able to pray because these things will begin to bubble up. Your spirit will come into agreement with the word. And as you're praying, you'll begin to pray the word back to God. And I'm telling you, there is nothing and no one that can stop the word, nothing and no one. So we want to always consider this greatly as we're seeking to build an intimate relationship with Christ. As we begin to commune and converse with him in prayer is make sure you you got your Bible, okay? Listen, this is not only the sword of the spirit. This, I'm telling you, you, this is, this is, this is your blicky, okay? As they call it. This is, this is your protector, your savior. Listen, I'm telling you, I don't know how many memes and reels I've seen. I just saw one the other day where this, these ladies were being robbed by this man and they, two, both of the ladies were women of God. One of them pulled out her Bible and dropped to the ground and started praying. And the other lady grabbed her Bible and she, she kind of 
hit him with the Bible, right? <laughs> she she hit him with the Bible and the man went down. Like this man, like, and, and this is an old frail woman. These are these are two mature women. They're like elderly in age. And this man was broken down. Well, the one lady's praying, the other lady, they end up both praying for him. He, he was trying to rob him. And by the end of the video, it's like a it's like a cam on the on the street. And by the end of the video, I don't know if he received salvation or what, but I know they didn't get robbed, number one. And number two, he actually ended up getting more than what he bargained for. Okay. He got saved because they were, he was hugging them and he <laughs> he had taken off his mask and everything, right? So he said, forget this. He's the, he, the power of God fell so mightily on this man from these two women that he was trying to rob. He pulled up on a scooter, jumped off that scooter and thought he was getting ready to make a whole, get a whole payday out the situation and it actually came <laughs> full circle back for him but I thought it was interesting because I know a lot of times you know we're like oh we gotta have a knife we gotta have a gun and these things are important because the people in the streets is cray cray out here so don't don't get it twisted okay you might need a little some shum shum especially as his famine is coming upon us y'all might want to get prepared and get ready but that's a whole nother day why we'll that conversation but i'm telling you right now this this right here this right here you need this get you a pocket bible you put get the get the bible on your phone whatever it is that you think you need but i'm telling you this can literally save your life i have seen people and heard multiple stories of people experiencing massive fires of their homes fires like literally where nothing was left standing nothing was left standing in their home but the bible the bible was literally un unscathed, unburned, had not been touched, and people lost every single belonging in their house, but the Bible was untouched, not burnt, not a page, not nothing. So there's glory in here. Do you understand? There is so much that we need to live our lives, and it's found in, in this word, not only that, but in prayer before God. So as we get into the scripture tonight, I've asked everyone to pull up Matthew chapter 26, verse 40 through 45. We're going to read from there. And I'm going to start with verse 40. Verse 40 says, then he came to the disciples. And this is Jesus. This is Jesus talking with the disciples. So then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, what could you not watch with me one hour? Verse 41, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. I'm going to pause right there on 40 and 41 because there's a couple of things I want to bring light to in these two, two scriptures, okay, 40 and 41. Number one, um, we see a watch time of prayer. We see a designated time of watch and prayer that we see. And if and, and even in these scriptures, it's not in it's not in 40 through 45, but he asked them multiple times. Okay. If you go read a couple of chapters before and a couple of chapters after, if you go read, you'll see he said he went for a second time, he went for a third time. And so we see that. Jesus himself is literally praying and he's asking his disciples, his followers, right? As we are disciples of Christ, he is asking them to stand, watch and pray for an hour so that they don't fall to temptation, right? So they don't fall to temptation. I think it's funny how a lot of us, we want to pray a two second prayer or a two minute prayer and we expect God to give us right? Um, make us multimillionaires right? <laughs> or give us all of the things. We don't even spend more than two minutes with God, but we could literally watch a movie for two hours and it could literally have your undesignated time for two full hours. How many movies have you gone to where you sat for two or three hours straight and you did it without blinking an eye? But when it comes to prayer, you get slothful, you get lazy, you get 
tired. Now you're sleepy all of a sudden. And there are spiritual ramifications for this. So there is demonic warfare that comes with prayerlessness and all of these other things. But you got to kind of follow and listen to know what those what those things are, to know how to defeat them. The spirit of Python, um, that is one main that deals with prayerlessness and really trying to constrict your prayer life. And so some of these things you may need deliverance for. Okay. So there's a, there's a, there's more than just one part of what we're talking about, but for the sake of our conversation tonight, we are talking about being diligent and prayer before God and why it's important. But we see Jesus talking to the disciples and he said, Hey, there's a watch. There is a watch. And he said one hour, there's 24 hours in a day. One hour of the day is 3% of your time, literally 3% of your time. And we will moan and murmur and complain about praying for an hour. Oh, that's too long. I can't pray for an hour straight. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is just too hard. And in that hour, you're distracted. You're thinking about the groceries. You're thinking about the dog barking outside. You're thinking about dinner tomorrow and all of these things that come up in this one hour because the flesh, though he says here in verse 41, it says the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. And so your spirit will say, I need to talk to God. I need to talk to my daddy. I need to talk to my Abba father. I, I need to have a conversation with him. I need to, I need to pour my heart out. I need God to give me some guidance and some direction with what I am to do, to how to discern and make a decision in my life. So your spirit wants God because you're, this is a spirit to spirit conversation. When you are praying, and especially if you are filled with the Holy Ghost and you've been baptized in the spirit by fire with the evidence of speaking in tongues, your spirit is designed to communicate with God in the spirit. And so you will hunger and thirst after God because your spirit desires God. It desires to be in his presence just as Adam and Eve were created in the garden. And God's initial intention and design was for us to commune and converse with him spirit to spirit, spirit to spirit. And so that's why when Adam fell in the garden, why this was such a big deal that he had to go find Adam because he fell out of the glory and he was not able to access Adam spirit to spirit the way that he once was. And so God desires and he wants us to meet with him in this place. And so we see in verse 41, it says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You got to kill that flesh. You got to crucify and deny that flesh. And that flesh will tell you, I don't want to pray. I'm tired. And I, you, you're sleepy. That flesh will tell you, I can't pray that long. I'm confused in prayer. I don't know what to say. I don't know where to start. I don't know when to end. And so you'll decide and opt out of prayer versus making um, um, a, a decision to pray. Sometimes you just got to kill that flesh. You got to tell your flesh, no, I'm going to pray. No, I'm going to seek God. No, I'm going to do this. You have to, just like you turn down a, a, a cup of coffee, just time, just like you turn down some uh, that candy bar or that piece of cake when you're on that diet, trying to fit into that dress for a certain event, you have to have have the discipline and allow God to help you. Sometimes you just got to just ask for help. Say, God, I want to build a closer relationship with you. I want to grow closer to you. I just don't know how. So help me. That's okay to say to God, like, I don't know how, but I want to. And no one knows better than God because even God himself in verse 40 and 41 says, I understand. Hey, but can you not at least stand, watch and pray for an hour as an intercessor? As a believer and a follower of Christ, we should be at least able to pray for an hour. If you are not, and this is not a rebuke, this is a prayer point. This is something I want you to take before the Lord in prayer, that if you are finding yourself challenged with praying for an hour, then that may be something you want to take to God pretty quickly, okay? Because even in the word of God, you see the disappointment as Jesus is talking to his disciples like, I can't believe it. Like I pray all day. I pray all night, right? He wasn't. 
Listen up, guys. I have great news. So we have just opened up the opportunity for you to receive all of the e-courses from our Freedom Fighter Mentorship Academy. So if you missed semester one, it's okay. Though you missed the mentorship portion, we still have an opportunity for you to get our e-courses. So there were 10 courses that we completed over the spiritual law and legal rights. We discussed the courts of heaven, prayer and deliverance and strategic and effective prayer. And and so much more. I do not want you to miss this amazing content. So go now to the link in the episode description or the show description, wherever you are chiming in and tuning in from and go and gather up one of those courses, or you can get the entire bundle at a discounted price. So I am pray- I am prayerful that you will check it out today. Until next time. See you later trying to compare them to himself but he was just stating to them trying to tell them explain to them that you must at least be able to stand watch and pray for an hour at least an hour okay at least and if for those of you who are able to pray in the spirit you should be able to pray in the spirit for at least an hour and if you can't then ask God for the strategy and the plan as to how to develop your time in prayer so that you can build yourself up to praying a full hour set a timer maybe if need be. And I know it sounds like, why would I do that? But if this is a desire of yours to build some stamina and endurance and prayer, why not start with five minutes, then maybe move your next prayer time up to 10 minutes, then move your next prayer prayer time up to 15 minutes until you work your time up to a full hour in prayer. And then if you're not able to pray in English for the full hour, then begin to exercise, to build and to grow your inner man, your spirit man by praying in the spirit for an hour a day and use that same strategy where you would take a timer and say, okay, God, you're not limiting God because even if your timer goes off, that doesn't mean stop praying. If you still feel the fire burning and you still feel like you got, you got some more to go, keep going. But this is the mere minimum. This is just a training ground for those that say, hey, I hear you apostle. I just don't know where to start. Like, how do I get there? How do I don't just start one day by praying a full hour? That's a recommendation from me. And also bringing your word in your prayer closet with you. Bring that Bible in there because it's a whole bunch of pages in this book. You could literally go in here and pray the word back to God, right? But just pray the word. Lord, I'm dropping stuff. Lord, just pray the word back to God. Just read the scripture and pray it back to him and agree with it. Say, God, I believe I, I agree and I receive. Pray the word. God, God, I believe I agree and re- I receive. Pray the word. God, I believe I agree and I receive. That's prayer. And God honors that. Okay. Now let's get into verse 42. So verse 42 says again, a second time. So here we see, listen, after he came to them and saw them sleeping, these bamas will sleep. They was out, okay? They was like, listen, we ain't got an hour for you, Jesus. Go ahead and pray, do you, boo? But I ain't got it. I was tired, boss. They over there slipping in these streets. They over there sleep. So God leaves. He goes back to pray and he comes back. And we see in verse 42, he says again, a second time, he went away and prayed saying, oh, my father, my God. Now he's praying to the Lord. He's feeling the, the weariness of the, of, of the impending time of the cross, right? He's preparing an intercession before our God, preparing and getting ready for the crucifixion. And so he's going before God. He says, Lord, oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. Listen, I'm going to pause right there because how many times have you gone to God, made a request, not knowing how you was going to get yourself out, which you shouldn't be getting yourself out anyway. You should be partnering with the Holy Spirit because God always has a plan and he always has a way of escape and he always find helps you find that way 
Nonetheless, we see in verse 42, even Jesus Christ himself went to his father and said, listen, if this situation, if you don't get me out of this situation, then at least at least, Father, will your will be done. Let your will be done. So sometimes we go selfishly to God in prayer. Maybe it could be why some of your prayers are not being answered is because you're praying selfish, soulish prayers. You're just praying prayers. Lord, if you get me out of this, if you if you get me this this time, if you get me this house, if you get me this car, if you release this man to me, if you give me this marriage, if you give me this promotion, then and we try to barter and trade with God. And we try to say, God, I will pray more. I'm going to go to start going to church more often. I'm going to do what you told me to do last year. If you just get me out of this, if you just get me out of this. But God is saying, even in this situation, as he's preparing his heart to be ready for what, for the remission of our sins, mind you, God is preparing himself to die. And he's a sinless, blameless man. He ain't got no bigness on the cross because he ain't did nothing to be there. But because he loved us so so much. He said, I will become the sacrifice. I will become the sacrifice. And there was a reason why his blood had to be slain and shed for the remission and for the atonement of our sins. And so a lot of people don't know, but even when Adam was in the garden, Adam was filled with God's glory. When he fell and he disobeyed God, he then had to come into the natural realm to receive the move and and a number of other things. And so then we had to begin to make sacrifices. We see blood came into play. Blood came into play. It's a quite a long story on there, but blood sacrifices had to be made. And so Jesus Christ became, I'm going to speed it up, the ultimate sacrifice for us so that we can be cleansed of unrighteousness and we could enter into the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. So he had to lay down his life in exchange for us. So his will, God's will had to be done. So though Jesus in his humanity, because remember he was a hundred percent man and a hundred percent God, no one's ever accomplished that and no one ever will. But in this moment, he is feeling right. The emotion of the impending will of God. And sometimes God will call you to something and you'll be looking at God like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to endure this. I don't want to feel this. This hurts God. This hurts. And I just, you know what? If you just take me out of this situation, I just don't want to feel this pain anymore. I just don't want to be here anymore. I just don't want to. And God is trying to learn you something. Okay. As the old saints will say, he trying to learn you something. He trying to show you something. He's trying to strengthen you in this time. He's trying to teach you something. And if he removes, right, if he removes the stimuli and you're not able to endure, then you will never understand the nonetheless your will above my will. Nonetheless your will, because why? God's will is always infinitely better than yours. Trust me, he sees so much further than you can see. Your sight is limited. You can see just to the hill, the Lord sees over above and beyond the hill. And so in that moment, you might want that thorn to come out of your flesh because your flesh is weak. Remember in verse 40, 41, it says that the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Your flesh is weak. And in your weakness, in your flesh, you want to be relieved of the pain. You want to be, you want to escape the situation, but we must always have a posture of the, not my will, but your will. Even Jesus Christ himself, Self had to submit to God and had to posture his heart to allow God himself and the will of God to supersede his flesh, to supersede his emotions, to supersede how he 
felt to supersede everything and say, God, if you put me here, I know you'll carry me through. I know you will put me in a better place. God, I trust you that if this is for a time and a season, but nonetheless, let your will be done because there is a greater reward that comes with the sacrifice. There's a greater reward that comes with enduring this time of pain. As you persevere in prayer, as you press in and push through in prayer, as you begin to petition the face of God, and you might not see how God is going to get you out and how he's going to see you through, but you must position and posture your heart when you are seeking God to allow God's will to be done nonetheless, even if it don't look like you thought it was going to look, even if it don't feel like you thought it was going to feel, it might be something that you absolutely did not expect. You expected fairy tales and unicorns and just all of this euphoria for following Christ, for doing the will of God, but it does not always look, think, and or feel that way. And so we must continue to keep the posture of nonetheless, but your will be done and mean that thing, not just because the scripture says that, but because you believe it, you walking in it, you standing in it, and you want to receive and not only live to please God, but to allow his will to be done and allow yourself to be used in the process. So we see the second time in verse 42, where he's praying to our father, God, Jesus Christ. He comes back to the disciples in verse 43, it says, and he came and found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy. I know there's not a saint in this room that can say they ain't fell asleep praying. <laughs> or fin to pray or was getting ready to pray and them eyes suddenly got extra heavy okay like you've been wide awake all day like you've been on five cups of coffee and three red bulls couldn't nothing slow you down but the minute you sat down to close your eyes to pray if you got a prop a pray with your eyes open you know you can do that right you can pray with your eyes open you ain't got to pray with your eyes shut if that's the problem keep your eyes open in prayer keep them open keep them open maybe that'll help some of y'all but <laughs> but I'm being, I'm being funny. I'm being totally funny. But at the end of the day, we see God give the rebuke to the disciples that come on now. I, I ask you to stand watch to intercede for me as I go into prayer. Some of y'all are falling off y'all watchtowers. Okay. Some of y'all need to work on being the watchman that God has called you to be because you struggling with standing on the wall because you're getting sleepy on the wall. Don't let it happen. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Don't let them lids get heavy. We see God left, went back to pray to the father, came back to the disciples. And yet again, he found them asleep. My God. So here's a second time where God had to come back and say, but let me tell you something. Though this happened, we see the grace of God in this. You know, sometimes we condemn ourselves because we have, we don't have the prayer life that we think we should have or desire because we have allowed those lids to get heavy or we have allowed ourselves to get distracted or we have allowed certain idols to get in our way. Sometimes our children, sometimes our spouses, sometimes our family, sometimes the TV, sometimes social media or whatever we've allowed to get in our way from getting in the presence of God. But yet God loves us so much and graces us so much that he came back. He gave them another chance. Now they messed up again, but he gave them another chance. You know, God feels the same way about you. God feels the same way about you. He's like, listen, I'm finna go back and be about my father's business, but I'm gonna spend the block. I'm gonna spend the block and see where you at when I spend the block. Now, when he spunked the block, they were still in where they was, okay? They were still asleep like they was the first time. But lo and behold, let's get into verse 44. It says, so he left them, went away again. <laughs> my God, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Verse 45, then he came to his disciples and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? 
Behold, the hour is at hand and the son of man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Listen to me. Okay. I want you to pick up what I'm putting down as we go, as, as I just read verse 44 and 45, I made mention to, and even made light in the fact that God left and came back. God left and came back. Now God has given you instruction to pray. God has called you to be an intercessor. God has called you to arise in your authority to pray and to press through something. God has given you some sort of instruction and direction. And though God has graced them in the two prior times, we see their disobedience, though this is prophetic because God was still called to, to go to the cross. But we see where the time came where it was too late for them to intercede and the situation at hand was now set before them. There are some things that you can shut down. There is some demonic activity. There are some things that the enemy has set forth in your family and your life and your finances that you are a direct product of what you have or have not done. And so some of the things that we are woeing and murmuring and complaining about that are happening in our lives and oh my God, and I'm under all this warfare and this is happening and that is happening and this has happened and we're in this victim mentality that, oh, it just seems like I can't never get it right. It seems like I can't never get what I need. It seems like every time I try, I get knocked down. But I'm here to tell you the power of intercession and prayer. You can change the destiny of your life. You can not the, uh, there's a predestined plan for your life. Okay. But there's always a contradiction to the destiny upon your life. And that's the demonic kingdom of darkness. That is their job to thwart, to distract, to delay, to detour, to block and to stop what God has predestined for your life. And so God, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and say, pray tonight, pray tomorrow, fast next week, or do this and do that. But you will not be obedient. God will spin the block. Like maybe you didn't hear me, daughter. I'm coming back to let you know, stand watch, get on, get in position, get on your watchtower, come to me in prayer, intercede. And what happens is you're disobedient. You don't pray. You don't follow through and you miss the mark. Now the enemy is on your head. Now the enemy is busting you upside your head and you trying to figure out why these things are happening. But there was a, there was a season of grace and there was opportunity for you to pray and to shift and to stop and to push back and to keep the enemy from being able to manifest his contrary and contradicting plan to God's plan. So God needed you to intercede, to stand on watch, to watch wait and pray, but you chose to disobey. And in disobeying, now you're beholding the manifestation of the enemy's plan against your life. And for some of us, it's been death. For some of us, for we don't know the day nor the hour. And so some people thought they had all their life to come, to come to Christ. Some people thought they had all their life. God has given them chance after chance after chance, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And they've continued, even after he has spun the block, spun the block, spun the block, spun the block. You have continued to do you, boo. You didn't continue. And now you see the result and the product of your disobedience and lack of intercession. So we see that once we see this happening, he said, hey, the situation that hey, it's too late now where well, y'all could have been interceding and praying for a brother. <laughs> the son of man is being betrayed right now into the hands of sinners. Okay. 
it, it, there's a lot more that comes to that. But I wanted you to see that. I wanted you to see the necessity of prayer. I wanted you to see that this, that praying, not praying should not be an option. And it can be an option because God gives you free will to choose that or not choose it. But it can, it will directly reflect whether or not you come into the fullness of God and the destiny of God. Okay. So God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. God has a promise for your life. And if you are still stuck and stagnant and waiting and hoping and wishing and wanting and thinking that he's a genie in a bottle and you can pray for two minutes and you can expect the manifestation of millionaire miracles and so much more through your lack of intimacy, time in his presence in prayer, I'm here to tell you that it ain't going to happen. Okay. I'm here to tell you that it's not going to happen. You have to partner with the Holy Spirit. You have to do your part. You have to show up as the watchman that God has called you. You have to be postured and in position so that you can pray the will of God. Remember as our, as we come before God, we're not just praying for the and the money, the marriage, and, and all of these other things. We are praying the will of God. So nonetheless, we want the will of God to proceed to take precedence in our lives. So I want you to understand that it is important to pray. We must always pray. The word of God says men ought always to pray. So prayer is important. Prayer is a part of the believer's assignment in the earth. It is how we see the manifestation of the kingdom of heaven be made manifest now that we don't have to wait to die before we can receive the riches, the resources, and the reward words of heaven today. You can lay your hand on what God has said and you can see it right now in Jesus name. All you got to do is show up. Okay. Show up. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing and put that flesh to shame. Fire that flesh and feed your spirit and tell that flesh, no, not today, not on my watch, not on my watch. That brings me back to our prayer warrior workshop on Saturday. If you have not signed up for the prayer warrior workshop on Saturday, I am going to walk you through some plug and play templates with how to partner with the Holy Spirit, how to see the manifestation of God's divine will come to pass for your life, how to properly walk in the royal priesthood, how to unleash your inner warrior, how to see success in spiritual warfare, to not toil, travail, and tarry and pray amiss. I am going to teach you, equip you, and train you with how how to meet the mark in the realm of the spirit, how to hit your target and how to do it effectively, quickly, swiftly, and expediently, how to be a sniper in the spirit. If you want to be a spiritual sniper and you want to see success in spiritual warfare, you don't want to live in the pit. You want to come out of the pit into the palace. You want to make movement to not only manifest your desire, and your hopes and dreams and the visions God's given you, but above all the will of God, because it is God's will to see you prosperous, hopeful, abundant, successful, happy, healed, and made whole. And so we want to see that today. We don't want to wait, not another second, not another day, not another minute, not another hour. So if that is you and you have not signed up, for this prayer warrior workshop. It will change your life. It is this Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. For those that have tagged tonight, not on my watch, you have one more opportunity to snag one of these seats that is sponsored tonight. We have two seats we're giving away tonight, and we're going to enter your name into the raffle drawing. Do not get off of the live until we have 
have received your information. Once we receive your information, then we can then put you into our database so you can get into our email so you can receive your warfare workbook that comes with the program on Saturday. So you'll have a free workbook that comes with that and make sure you give us your information. That will be your email. So if one of the moderators would not mind putting our email to put their email in um, for the winners. And if you would like a chance at getting one of those seats, put in the chat right now, not on my watch, not on my watch. If that's you type, not on my watch. And we are getting ready to do the raffle drawing. I saw a couple of names earlier. I'm going to give you guys about another minute, maybe, to um, prepare for that. Let's put up the Not On My Watch promo. We can do that really quickly for while we are waiting to see if there's anyone. Let's see. Barbara Cox is interested in, uh, do we get her name? I don't know if we got her name. Um, Bree Ray. I see Bree Ray here. We have a couple of people here that want one of those two free seats we're giving out tonight. Yes, I see Cedric. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. Hashtag not on my watch. So we got a we got a couple here that are popping in. Those of you that are watching on TikTok, um, for those that are watching on TikTok, make sure that you go over to YouTube so that we can actually see your name because we're getting ready to do the raffle drawing uh, right now. And I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, we're now drawing the first seat. The first seat. Let's see who it is. Who is the lucky one? Barbara Cox. Barbara Cox, you have received a seat. You must still be online to get your reward. Let us know that you're still here. If you are still here, Barbara Cox, you have won one of the two seats and we will prepare for the next drawing once you claim your seat. Please email your information, Barbara, to info. Oh, she's still here. All right. Good to see you, Barbara. We'll see you on Saturday. Yay, Barbara. So, um, Barbara, make sure you look at the chat because there's the email to um, email info at theflawedandfree.com so that we can gift you your seat and get you the information so that you'll be able to log in um, to Saturday's workshop. Yay, you're welcome, Barbara. Now we will pull the second name. You must be present to receive to receive it. So let's see who who gets the next seat. Cedric. Yay, Cedric, if you are still here, make sure you claim your seat, Cedric, so that you can come to the Prayer Warrior Workshop. Email info at theflawedandfree.com so that you are able to claim your seat and we will see you on Saturday. So I'm waiting to see if he claims his seat so that he can receive. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Make sure you email your email information. 
make sure you email info at theflawedandfree.com and we will see you on Saturday. That's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm so excited. That was the last two sponsored seats that was given away tonight. Please, please, please be respectful of those seats. Those seats are paid seats. They were sponsored by some of our ministry members and others um, that wanted to sponsor seats for people who were not able to make it or join um, the workshop. So this was our offer to our community to help you guys. So if for some reason you're not able to get your seat or use your seat, please maybe pass it along or let us know or something um, so that it could be used properly because it is a paid seat. It's a sponsored seat. So I'll be excited to see all of you Saturday. Yay! This thing going to be lit and legit. I'm telling you, the Lord is ready to make moves, okay? For what he's given me to share with you guys, it is going to be a really good time and you're going to walk away. Um, oh, he said you can give my seat to someone. Okay, so, okay, so you don't, who was the, are you unclaiming your seat? Who was the other young lady? Oh, you wish you can make it. Okay, but you're not. Okay. So who was, is she still on? Maybe she can take the last seat. Cause I think she's the only one. It was Brie. Brie, are you still there? Brie, are you still there? Brie, Brie Ray. I don't know if she's still on. Oh, she is. <laughs> you are. Would you like to accept the last sponsored seat for tonight would you like to accept that if so tag um go ahead and email your email information to info at theflawedandfree.com email your email okay yeah okay cool 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 perfect 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 email your information there to info at theflawedandfree.com and then we will send you your registrant information, your warfare workbook and all of that. So we can see you on Saturday. I'll be looking forward to seeing you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm excited for those that have won seats tonight. Yay. Yay. So this was our last seat um, to give away. And so I'll see you guys back here on Saturday. Um, well, not here. Well, you'll there'll be a Zoom link and stuff. Cool, Brie. Cool. Good to see you. Um, there'll be a Zoom link that you'll be getting for um for the Prayer Warrior Workshop. But for the rest of our Freedom Fighter community and for all of our listeners and watchers and those that watch the replay, I'll see you guys next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for our Tuesday night prayer. So bring a friend, bring a few friends, maybe bring three people with you. Um, but I'm really excited about what God is doing here in this ministry um, and in the lives of all of you that come here. Congrats to all of the winners of the sponsored seats. Thank you, Tanisha. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, team. Thank you, Dr. C for holding down TikTok. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My love and gratitude to all of you. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cover you in in the mighty name of Jesus. Until next time, good night, guys. Thank you for listening and allowing us to be a part of your spiritual journey and growth in Christ. Listen to fresh new episodes weekly on Wednesdays to be equipped with the tools, knowledge, and strategies needed to dispossess the enemy, take dominion, and be delivered into the promises of God. No more wilderness wanderings, warriors. Walk in your purpose and discover your identity where you are free to be me, flawed and free. If you were blessed and empowered by today's show, we would appreciate your sown seed of support through donations and charitable giving as led by the Holy Spirit. You can go now to theflawedandfree.com slash give. That's theflawedandfree.com slash give. Or you can cash app us at dollar sign flawed free 
on Cash App. We are a nonprofit organization with a 501c3 designation. So all gifts, donations, and sown seeds of support that are given are also tax deductible. Thank you for your seed, for we know that it is placed in good soil, and we pray that you agree. So God bless and live your best life in Christ. Love you later. Till next time. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.